Welcome back to another episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast with me, your host, Christina Ang. How's everyone doing these days? I don't know if some of you are out and about or still in quarantine, but I am very much still in quarantine because from what I'm seeing, it looks like the second wave is just coming. And there's really no big or urgent reason for me to step out of the house anyway just yet, so until there is, I'll just be at home. I went back to the city two or three times now, either for work or for some other reason, but other than that, I've just been cooped up at home and comfortable. I don't know if it's just me in New York, but it's starting to get super hot and the weather is just beautiful every day now. It kind of makes me want to go to the beach really bad and hang out with my friends, so fighting that urge has definitely been tough for me. I do have a couple of fun social distancing activities planned for the next few weeks, so there's something to look forward to. But anyways, getting on into today's episode, and I'm just going to cut right to the chase. Today's episode is going to be 20 things I've learned in 20 years. Now, this probably sounds really familiar, and that's because it's actually a tag that has gone around YouTube for a while now. But obviously, since I don't have a YouTube channel and I still wanted to do this tag, I thought I'd bring it onto the podcasting space. Guys, I don't think I've ever been more excited to record an episode, and that's because I think this episode is really going to summarize everything about me and my life in just one complete sit-down. Now, these 20 things that I'm going to share with you in a bit really cover any topics that you can think of, from love and relationships to work and career life that you guys are so fond of, all of that. I didn't hold back on anything, so I just can't wait to get into it. Without further ado, my first lesson that I wanted to share with you all in no particular order is... In everything you do, there will be people who support you and people who don't. Focus on the people who do. I think this lesson came to me a bit later on in my life when I started to realize that there were such thing as people being fake and disingenuous. I have to admit that I was a little naive in my earlier years. I was under the impression that everyone liked me and that everything that a person said was true, but sadly, that is not how the world works and that is not how all people are like. I've come to accept that there are people who don't like me, what I do, or who I am, and I've learned to accept that that's okay because at the same time, there are people who do love what I do and who will stand by me through whatever it is I decide to do or who I want to be. You're just wasting your time if you're trying to earn everyone's support, and time is precious nowadays, so... We're learning that now more than ever. I'm truly telling you all to put your focus on the people who are positive force in your life and I guarantee you won't regret it. Lesson number two is that it's important to be financially literate and intelligent. Of course, this lesson is something you learn and teach yourself as you get older, but it's never too early to delve into becoming financially literate. That is why for any of you that are listening who are younger than 20, heed my warning and educate yourself in money now. I wish I had someone to tell me this when I was younger so that I could have started self-teaching myself at a younger age. And what I mean by being financially literate is having the ability to manage personal finance matters efficiently, and that includes having the knowledge of making appropriate decisions when it comes to your personal finances. That probably sounds like a whole lot of jumble to some of you and just really complicated stuff, but I guarantee you all that it won't be if you start learning it now. I'm definitely feeling this lesson now more than ever because I'm at a point in my life where I have a lot of expenses that I didn't have when I was a lot younger, and it's just smart for me to start learning how to track those things and manage them. And even if you're not studying economics or finance or going to accounting schools, 
You can still learn how to do this just by reading books or watching videos or even asking adults. Take it from me guys, I'm studying fashion design and minoring in French studies, so if I can do it, I sure believe that you all can do it as well. I don't want to get too much into it because I'm hoping to do a whole other episode on what that means to be financially literate and providing you guys with the resources that I've been using myself. Definitely let me know if that is something you'd be interested in to hear in future episodes. The third lesson I have for you all today is that friends come and go, but your family will always be there for you. See, I was kind of skeptical about sharing this lesson with you guys, but there definitely is some truth to it. I know you always hear sayings that include both friends and family being of importance, but in my particular case, I've learned that family is really the only people you can always really rely on. I've had friendships in the past that I thought would truly last forever or at least go into the foreseeable future. And without going into specifics, stuff ended up happening and I didn't really have those friendships anymore. But you know who I did have? My family. I'm sure many of you can relate to people who you were friends with and you probably thought that they were going to be, you know, your lifelong friends, but maybe that just wasn't the case. In the end, you still had your family though. My parents always bring up the phrase, blood is thicker than water, and that is one of the mantras that I live by because in the end, Whenever I ran into a problem or struggle, it was always my family who stood by me till the very end. And you can fight with your family members as much as you want, but they'll never leave your side, I can tell you that much. Trust me, I've done my fair share of being the annoying daughter and troublemaking sister. My fourth lesson here is to travel as much as you can. This one's kind of a jab at Corona, but the reason that I wanted to mention it here is because I'm not like a very travel-y kind of person. Of course, I want to travel and see the world, but I live in a little bubble where I see New York City as one of like the greatest cities in the world and sometimes I just don't find it worth leaving. I wouldn't say that I haven't traveled anywhere because I'm sure there are people who have traveled less than me, but I have only left the country twice and once was going to Canada and another when I went to Japan. I still have a whole world to see and explore and it just dawned on me that I am 20 years old. And just when I was going to take full advantage of this summer to travel and visit places that I've never been to before, Corona happened. So take this lesson with extreme measure, guys, and travel as much as you can while you have the finances and the ability to do so. This is definitely a lesson I will be taking with me into the next 20 years of my life. Lesson number five is never be afraid to ask questions. This is definitely something that has been oversaid, and I'm sure you've already heard your middle school teachers tell you this time after time, but it's really something that people hear a lot but don't do. And I don't blame people, I used to be so scared to raise my hand in class and ask questions because my classmates were so judgmental. When I was younger, I was definitely one of those people who didn't practice what they preached for sure, but now I feel like I just go off when it comes to asking questions. You can ask any of my classmates at Parsons that I do tend to ask a lot of questions to the professor. I think now I've gotten to that age where I don't really care about what people think about me when I ask questions. I care more about me actually understanding the task at hand and therefore doing it to the best of my ability. Even now at work, and I can't stress this enough, when your boss briefs you on an assignment and then asks you if you have any questions, I highly recommend you guys conjure up any possible questions that you guys have while your boss is still asking you. You won't want to be that person who later goes off to work on their assignment and then asks a bajillion questions that interrupt your boss in whatever he or she is doing. I always make sure to ask any questions while I'm still being like debriefed on the assignment and then I go off to work without any hitches. And not to toot my own horn, but that's why I can usually go off and complete any assignment kind of flawlessly without having to bother my boss that often. But even if you do have to bother your boss a little with some questions, you'd rather do that than to do something wrong and for them to be disappointed in you. 
So really this life lesson can be applied at any time in your life, whether you're still in school or have a full-time job. Lesson number six is another money-related lesson and it's as simple as save your money. Some of you may not want to hear all this money-related stuff, but it's probably some of the most important lessons that you won't realize until you're older. I came to this realization firsthand when, as I started getting older, my expenses really started growing. And I'm not just talking about buying clothes or splurging on designer stuff. Yes, of course, your want column is going to grow tremendously, but your need column is also going to go grow a lot too. Gym memberships, iPhone loans, school tuition, nail appointments. As I got older, I started to realize how many different kinds of things that came with getting older, and that's when I really started to have to watch where my money was going. And yes, I still live with my parents and could have relied on them for a lot of these expenses, but I don't know, it just didn't feel right anymore to have to depend on them for those kinds of things that I wanted. Not to mention the fact that I am working and making some money, so the responsible thing would be to use my money for the things that I want. I'm really grateful for all that my parents have done and have provided for me up to this point and are still providing for me, so I just want to make it a little bit easier on them by paying for my own things. It's never too late to start saving money and even if you don't have a job yet, stuff like birthday money and Christmas money can easily be put away for future use. Something that I do that I wanted to share with you all just in case you're looking for ways to save money is I've opened an account where I simply take 10% of what I make every month and put it into there. I've made it so I can't really touch the account and also 10% of my income automatically goes in there when it's a new month. I learned this method from a YouTube video that I watched a while ago and it's been working so well. You'll start to notice that over time that money that has accumulated will really amount to something and if you're ever in dire need of money, you can use what's in there. So just a little trick for any of you who are finding it hard to save money. My next lesson, I think we're on lesson 7, is that everything happens for a reason. There isn't much to say about this one, but I thought it was worth sharing because this is one of my lifelong mantras. I've been telling myself this ever since I heard the phrase in middle school and I've never looked back. I really try to apply this in every situation, but of course there are still times that I don't want to accept something that has happened because it's just really hard to. But it's a good mantra to have in the back of your mind whenever something negative happens in your life and you need something positive to look forward to. Lesson number eight is that dreams require sacrifice. Just wanted to mention that even though I say the word sacrifice, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be some big crazy thing that you have to give up. Sacrificing something can be on a really small scale as well and it can still be equally as saddening. I feel like this lesson is apparent to everyone though as we've all at some point in our lives had to give up something to achieve our quote unquote dreams. This may sound like a very negative way to look at things but I don't think it is at all. I think it's just acknowledging the fact that nothing comes easy and that's okay. We're almost at the halfway mark and I apologize in advance if this episode is going to be like 40 minutes, but that leads me to lesson number 9, which is your words have tremendous power. I think this one is so relevant to what is going on in the world today because we're seeing that everyone has a voice and one voice can make a huge difference. I'm going to be completely honest that before this year, I was one of those people who really thought that nobody would want to listen to what I had to say because I have such a small voice in this world. Of course, a lot has changed in the past year that has allowed me to think very differently. One such thing has included starting my own podcast in January, and I don't claim to have a large podcasting platform or anything, but I have people on here who actually want to listen to what I have to say, and I've received DMs and emails from some of you guys who have expressed to me just how much this podcast has helped you or changed your thoughts in some way. I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity to be able to say something that matters to some people, but it also comes with the pressure of having to watch what I say. 
Nevertheless, I'm never not open to people correcting me or showing me the right way to say something because my main goal is to learn. Okay, finally, we're at lesson 10 and that is to do more of what makes you happy. You know I'm such a Gen Z kid when it comes to this kind of stuff, but it was always apparent to me that in my life I wanted to do something that genuinely made me happy. I know not a lot of people care about this and some of you might disagree, but this is something I've always put first and it's apparent in the fact that I love waking up in the world and being able to do what I love. I'm grateful to have parents who support this decision fully and want me to do whatever it takes to really make me happy, but some people are probably not as lucky to have this situation. It's always been and always will be happiness before money for me, which leads me into my next lesson being the most valuable thing in life is not money. Money is important, don't get me wrong, but it's not the most important thing. It's occurred to me that so many people these days do stuff with the ulterior motive to make a lot of money and become rich. I think it's honestly a sad path to go down because you'll never truly be happy in life and, and nobody ever said you can't do what makes you happy and make money at the same time. Lesson number 12 is our earth needs help. Thought I should throw this into the mix because it's something throughout my 20 years on this planet that is slowly getting worse and worse. But the moral of the story is we need to rethink the way we do things and how we do them because it's apparent that it's really not getting any better. Lesson number 13 is to invest in a few good friends. You know, when I was in high school, it was so clicky and so many people had huge friend groups. It made me really want a big friend group as well, but as I got older, I started to realize how problematic it can be sometimes. I think it's more important to have a close-knit friend group who you can really trust and depend on. And now, at this point in my life, I'm not really keen on having this whole big group of friends because I have those very select few who I genuinely care about and want to be around. Also, not to say that I don't want more friends or anything, but I'm lucky enough to be very close with my family and my extended family, like my cousins and stuff. Especially when you have a twin sister and a brother that you are close with, it's like I've already got all the friends that I need with me. Now on into the T, which is lesson number 14, let go of the things that are not meant for you. This lesson is kind of exclusively in here because it's referring to my past relationships, but it really can be applied to anything in life. This can mean friends, family, boyfriends, girlfriends, whoever it is, let them go. I learned this the hard way in my past relationship where I felt like I was so blinded by the relationship itself that I kind of put everything else to the side or even just behind me completely. Not to blame him or anything, but it's just something that I did naturally and a healthy relationship shouldn't be like that at all. Once I got out of that relationship, I was really able to focus on myself and do the things that I wanted to do. Again, not blaming my ex or anything, I just don't think it was a good time in my life to be in a committed relationship because I was still trying to thrive and build up my career. So many of you have let me know that you wanted me to do an episode about relationships, so look out for that as that will definitely be coming. Next on to lesson 15, which is that your looks don't define you, but your character will. If you don't know, I did a whole episode about my whole journey struggling with body image called Perfect Imperfections. And if you haven't already listened to that one, I would definitely recommend it. But from that episode, you all know that I talked about my journey to accepting the way that I look at this point in my life now. And I can gratefully say that I am at a point where I love who I am and what I look like. Because after all that time wanting to look like someone who I wasn't, I finally realized that looks don't define you, but your character and the type of person who you are will. I see so many people around me and on social media so unhappy with the way that they look or wishing that they could look like someone else. And I really do wish that I could tell those people that looks aren't everything. It's so important that we as people recognize this and I guarantee we'll all start being really satisfied with who we are and what we look like. 
Lesson number 16 is to take action immediately. I think we're all learning from this coronavirus pandemic and just everything that's happening in this world right now that we should not take time for granted anymore. One day you can have this opportunity to do something and the next day can all be taken away from you. I'm learning that now more than ever and just how important it is to take action immediately in all aspects of my life. As you guys know from what I've mentioned in past episodes, whenever I want something or want to do something, I do it that very second. I always execute things super fast because I never want to regret the chance of not getting to do so. This can literally be applied to anything, but anything in reason, of course. If you want to buy yourself something cute, do it. If you want to travel somewhere and can afford to, do it. You want to start a YouTube channel tomorrow? Do it. I feel like the Gen Z culture is very much about just saying YOLO and hashtag no regrets, but to be honest, they're not wrong. In this day and age, nothing is set in stone anymore and things can change in the blink of an eye. Lesson 17 is always write everything down. I can tell you guys the number of times I've forgotten a good idea or a password to one of my emails because I didn't freaking write it down. If I would have just taken those two seconds to write it down when I had it in my head, all of the regret that came after would have been easily avoided. So just always write everything down, especially when you know you'll forget it. We're nearing the end of my list, and for lesson 18, we have never stop learning. This has become even more apparent of a lesson for me, especially since I've started school at Parsons. Going to an art school, we don't have any type of academic-based classes like science, mathematics, English, or anything like that. And I mean, I'm not complaining because I knew what I was signing up for when I decided to attend my school. But the fact of the matter is, I can't help feeling like I'm losing my touch with everything that I've learned in high school. And for those of you who don't know, as I mentioned it before, I went to a STEM-based high school, so I was pretty big on topics of science and mathematics. It has occurred to me that I'm not training my brain in academics anymore, and I wanted to remind you guys of this lesson to never stop learning because I think education is so important, and if you're lucky enough to be getting an education, you should make the most out of it. Something I've been loving to do to keep my brain in constant exercise is to read and listen to podcasts. I don't care what kind of books you read or what podcasts you listen to, as long as your brain is in constant motion and you're exercising your knowledge, then you'll never stop learning. As Miley Cyrus once said, life's a climb but the view is great, and that is lesson 19 for you guys. I literally love this phrase so much no matter how overused it is. Life is a crazy journey of twists and turns, up and downs, but we can't hide the fact that there are truly amazing moments and memories that make life pretty spectacular. I don't even know if that's what the quote means, but we're just going to go with it. Finally, my very last lesson of this entire episode is that there is still so much to learn. Guys, just because I provided this very hefty and thorough list of life lessons doesn't mean it just ends here. There's so much more I have yet to see and learn, and I'm just excited I got the opportunity to take a moment to reflect and share my life lessons with you guys. Like I said before, never stop learning. Whatever it is, just be open to new things and experiences. And that is really all I have to say for this episode. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram if you're not already, and the handle will be in the show notes of this episode. Anyway, see you on the next episode of the Life of Fashion Student podcast.